This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Talk New York sports with us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. And Fridays are usually pretty good. What's going on, 502? What is up? The Eddie Scazzeri across from me on a Friday in the summer is Al Frank Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. It's a summer Friday. Things yeah. are happening over here. Oh, they are? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. good. I'm glad oh, things yeah. are happening. Big, good. big things are happening good, over here things. at uh, WFAN. By the way, yesterday... Uh, you know, Boomer and Geo opened their show talking about how the Jets are on hard knocks. I did not know that. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's how they started the program yesterday, talking all about it. And uh, Geo's wish at the time was uh, that the Jets would lean into it, really be excited about it. You, you you don't have a choice. You may as well. They say that time sometimes, Jerry, like, you can only control the things you can control, and then you should uh, just go with the flow. And you, then, you have to deal with stuff. Yeah, you got to deal with stuff. But when you can control things, those are the things you can control. Then the New York Jets cannot control whether the NFL says to them, you're going to be on hard knocks. They have no Correct. control over that. They can, though, as Geo hoped, lean into it and go, this is going to be fun for our fans. Yes. This is going to be exciting. Well, it doesn't appear they're leaning into it. As uh, Aaron Rodgers. Would you like to hear Aaron Rodgers? Where was he at? Some golf tournament? Yeah, they're in Tahoe. Is Tahoe in Nevada? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I hear Lake Tahoe. I feel like that's like in uh, Pennsylvania. No. Different it lakes. It straddles two states. It California does? too, right? Yeah. Could you swim from the lake from Nevada to California? I think so. Oh, my gosh. That's better than... Um, do you find it cool anymore that when you're going through the Holland Tunnel, there's a point where your car is no. half in New Jersey and half in New York? When I was five. that was, It was cool when you were five. There's a road by me that you could be standing on where you could be in Hazlitt, Homedale, and Matawan if you stretch your arms out. Yeah, that's cool. Not really. What As about, a kid, it was cool. I know there's a part in Arizona where you can be in four states. Route 66. Somewhere. There's somewhere where like four states. Four corners. The four corners collide. That's cool. Utah, Colorado, Arizona, and, and New Mexico. Exactly. Okay. So, you all right, be, let me ask you, you this. You just run around in a circle. If you do that, does that count at the end of the day that you visited all four states? Yes. <laughs> yeah, in one day. Jerry, if you could just run in a circle and just keep hitting them all. Woo! Maybe you should do that for your next vacation. All right. That'd be a cool video. <laughs> you love Arizona. I do like Arizona. A little road trip to the Four Corners. And, and I'm just, sure they all have different alcohol and weed rules. Yeah. So you right. can just do whatever. I'll just do I'll do whatever the rules are in that state. Smoke weed in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Drink in New Mexico. Have two wives in Utah. Huh. And what's the other state? Nevada? Arizona. 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 Okay. Carry a gun. There you go. Because in Arizona Perfect. you could just roam around with a gun on your on your holster. And Look most at you. in most states you actually can. Yeah, it is weird. 
That is weird that in most states you just roll around with a gun on your on your yes we discussed side that piece, before Jerry yeah and then when you go to establishments there are signs that say please leave your firearms in the car yeah please <laughs> although I've thought of that in Arizona where they say leave your firearms in the car like at a breakfast place or something it is it gets to be like a 120 degrees there my gun's gonna be fine just sitting in the You're burn heat. yourself putting it back in yeah. its holster what if it blow up yeah that wouldn't be good all right Jerry so. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was in uh, Tahoe golfing. And KPIX caught up with him. Oh. One of the only things I like about Hard Knocks is the voice of God who narrates it. <laughs> right. Liv, I hope I get to meet him. But look, you know, I understand the, the appeal with us. Obviously, there's a lot of eyes on me, a lot of eyes on our team, a lot of expectations for our squad. So uh, they forced it down our throats, and we got to deal with it. There you go. <laughs> they forced it down our throats. Take Choke on this, Aaron Rodgers. Hard knocks right yeah, down his throat. He'll deal with it just fine. Yeah. He lives in front of a camera. Yeah, but I was thinking, like, is he going to let us into his home? I don't know. Uh, probably not. It was like... Plus, isn't he living in a hotel still? Who knows? The Express Suites over there in yeah. Florham Park or whatever they're called. Somebody told... Uh, you know, we brought this up last time on the air. Somebody DM'd me and told me he, he bought a house. I'm trying and to he invited where. you over on <laughs> a Friday night for drinks. New. I'm like, Aaron, I can't. It's so <laughs> far away. Um, no, but... Um, yeah, kind of. I kind of have a feeling this might be like the that that year that John Gruden had, and it was like keeping everybody out. Maybe like he didn't give you a real full insight. Yeah, again, and we've seen it. So yeah, you know, I, I watched the first one. Yeah, I'm after watch. that, I don't know if I'll watch anymore. Oh, I'll watch. I did watch two more episodes of Quarterback. Oh, you did just because Matthew had it on when I got home, and the first one was just ending, which I saw already. So I sat there with him and watched the next two. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay, but you're the, not... These reviews, like I'm, I saw some reviews this morning on, on Twitter. Yeah. Like it's like this greatest thing ever put... No, it's not. The greatest it's behind good. the scenes. It's okay. You did learn a lot about Kirk Cousins being one tough son of a gun. I'll tell you that. Okay, I look forward to that. But other than that, eh, it's now, good. Yeah. Now, here's the thing with the Jets on Hard Knocks. I wish we had started the cameras rolling already because I saw yesterday... A Twitter photo tweeted out by one Joe Beningo. How about this? Who went golfing. With his wife. With his wife and Rob Sala. Yes. That's what I want to see on Hard Knocks. Sala is a man of his word. When Joe had him on his podcast in like May, Sala said, you know, Joe said, we got to go golfing. Ha, ha, ha. And Sala said, sure. And there they were in July playing golf together. And just by looks of the photo, I, I don't know where they went. It looks like they went to a nice place. Yeah. Because you see the fescue in the back, the lush fair. Like, it looks like a nice place. This was not a um, a muni course. <laughs> what does a muni course mean? Like a municipal cast, oh, okay. uh, city course or, you know, town course. Yeah, no, that's the type of thing that would be cool to see on Hard Knocks. I agree. I agree. But that's not going to be on Hard Knocks. Ah, I did see Joe Beningo wore these high socks. That's been his thing this summer. Oh, okay, high socks. Every picture that he's posted playing golf, he's had those horrible socks on. They're like high socks. They're, I would say they're Jets colors, but not current Jets mm, colors. They're very bright. Yeah, they're like a bright green sock. They're almost knee highs. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm still confused as a man of my age, fifty three, and I'm trying to make observations. When I wear shorts, what kind of socks am I supposed to wear? Because I thought you would wear the socks with your sneakers that you can barely see. Right. But I see younger dudes in their twenties wearing socks halfway up the. 
So I know the, leg. This, the sports socks have become a have become a trend. What is that? Like my kids have like um, Met socks, um, Warrior socks, uh, net, whatever you pick a team. Devil socks, and they're you know like little logos or images. I think my son at one point had uh, Martin Brodeur socks, and they wear them, and they are high. But yeah. I think that's the style. He he's not wearing white tube socks. Right, that's what I mean. Past his calf. You want to look like a dork, wear your cargo shorts and your white tube socks over <laughs> your calf. Yeah. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Yeah, I saw a young guy at the beach the other day walking around, and he had, uh, like, dark sneakers on with black socks that went about halfway up his calf. Okay. And they look cool on him. But I know if I put that on, I'd look a like... Loser. Yeah, yeah total loser. Just do you. Don't worry about what yeah. everyone else is doing. I'm going to do me, Jerry. I'm not going to worry about uh, other people look at me. Well, you I'm do. A man. You do, but I don't think you should. I'm 53. Yes. yes. Come at me, Jerry. Yeah. With your socks. Or we game. can buy you Jonas Cespita socks. Okay. We had those back in the day, too. Oh, yeah. Those would be cool. Yeah. That neon, like yellowish type of no, thing? No, they were Mets blue and orange. Oh, but he was on them. Yes. There oh, was okay. a photograph of him yeah. or an image of him. Yeah, there are a lot of fun socks. I'll get you Bruce Springsteen socks. That I would like. Born to run socks. <laughs> Perfect. I'll get you Bob Dylan socks. We'll walk around like a two dorks with our music socks on. <laughs> you nailed that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, another good Jets news, Jerry. I see Quentin Williams got signed. Good for him. Four-year deal. Uh, that was the guy who was uh, seemingly annoyed that he wasn't getting signed, right? Everyone's annoyed when they don't get any more money. <laughs> Go check Saquon Barkley. How's he doing? <laughs> Go check those Saquon Barkley socks. It is amazing to think about the running back position, which we talked about. Yeah. And I'm not saying that Quinnen Williams does not deserve the money. So don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But if I'm Saquon Barkley or a running back that's struggling to get a contract that they think they deserve. So he got a ninety, a four-year $96 million extension, which is equivalent to a $24 million a year. Yes, sir. Means and I know he's a defensive tackle. I get it. He's going to do more than just go after the quarterback. It's about clogging the middle. I understand all that. So let's forget about him. Let's talk about a pass rusher, like an edge rusher, that might have fourteen or fifteen sacks a season. And we're like, oh my god, fourteen, which is equal to less than one a game. Correct. That guy might get $25 million a year, yet Saquon Barkley might touch the ball 30 times in a game, whether it's running or receiving, get his ass beat and tackled on every play, and we're nickel and diming these guys. Yeah. It's unbelievable, actually. Yeah, it's so... Stupid. Yeah, and I, I still will never understand how that changed from the 1980s, 1990s. I don't know. I, don't I know. guess when they went to the two-back system, maybe. I don't know. I, I'm with you on that one. I don't know. It just there had to be one. I guess, like, I remember back to, um, who was the dude on the Cowboys who had an incredible year? Marion Barber. No, was no, that no. a guy? Um, Emmett Smith, you've heard of him? No, he was a guy who then ended up bouncing around all these different teams. He went to the Titans. Felix Jones? No, I'm not going to remember him. DeMarco Murray, maybe? Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I had like a, this incredible year, and then there was like no re-signing him the next year. He was bouncing around. He then was, he bounced around the league. Allie was 26. <laughs> Very old. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just weird. I agree. And you know Very what's so strange. weird in the Barkley thing, too? Like, he was arguably their MVP last year. 
So you're telling me the best player on your team is not worth a contract equivalent to guys that didn't play as good as you. Huh? Yeah. And it does. it's not plug and play. I mean, yes, you can get a... I mean, I suppose Dalvin Cook's out there, so we'll take him off the table for a moment. But this whole notion in the NFL that, ah, we'll get the next guy. Yes, and the next guy will be fine. He was your MVP. Like, he did everything you asked him. But we can't pay you. Yeah, and then c- comparing that to the quarterbacks, that's kind of stupid. nuts. It really is. I agree. Stupid. Like Daniel Jones get in the huddle. Okay, this is going to be a handoff, Saquon Barkley. I don't, why don't you take it? <laughs> you're getting all the money. I agree. What about a QB sneak instead? I, you're not wrong. Why don't you fake it to me, and then you throw it, since we're giving you $40 million a year. <laughs> so now that would be funny. That would be doing in the huddle. Yeah, that would be funny. If I look right now, so the Giants offered Barkley $13 million, correct? Yes, sir. All right, I'm going to give you some salaries. You tell me. Who should be getting more? All right. Okay. Uh, I guess I got to go through this now. God. All right. Base salary. So I'm not going into bonuses or anything like that. Base salary for 2022. This is not this year coming right. up. This was 2022. Fair enough. And they're only offering Saquon Barkley $13 million, who last year he made 10 Okay. Leonard Williams, 2022 base salary, $18 million. Would you rather Leonard Williams or Saquon Barkley? Saquon Barkley. Serious question. Daniel Jones. Or Saquon Barkley. If you had to pick one, who would you take? I would take Daniel Jones. Okay, so then we'll put him aside. That's fine. He's making 20. What is he making? 30-something million dollars this year? 34? Does that sound right? Sound about right. Uh, They paid Adoree Jackson $11 million last year. Andrew Thomas, nothing. I guess if you look at the... Well, I'll tell you, this is not a great example because they had a lot of guys not making a lot of money last year. Is that right? Yeah. They're saving some cash. I guess I would have to look at the 2023 numbers. Well, that wasn't fun. They had to give all the money to Daniel Jones, Jerry. Oh, man. got no money left. I wanted to see bigger numbers, but... What if this? Well, we did this. We paid an extra dollar for a hot dog, and it went right to Saquon Barkley. When we go out there, right? And beer. Remember, did were you the one that asked about the dangerous things to eat at a ballpark? Yeah. Poor little four-year-old died at Costco in Wisconsin a couple of days ago, choked on a hot dog. He ate a Costco hot dog and a, died? I think it was a little girl. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Terrible. Yep. Anyway, uh, Andrew Thomas will make $15 million this year. Barkley, they're offering thirteen. Dexter Lawrence, $16 million. And, you know, he was your MVP. He was. I wish you were at that Costco, Jerry, because you know the Heimlich maneuver. I, I, <laughs> and you saved someone out here. Uh, Tom, that is correct. Tom. Who is still here and with us. He's still thriving in life. because yeah, he is. You was he choking on a hot dog also? No, I think a bagel. A bagel. I think I think it was a bagel. Yeah. And I didn't like I told you, I didn't realize anything was really Yay! So he called for you. Like speak. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. And then it shot across the room. Yeah. I'd love to be a hero like that. Save somebody's life. Oh, you save someone from a dog attack. Well, not really, but not really, Jerry. We could kind of go with it. Yeah, no. Unfortunately, I did not <laughs> save a life. You called nine one one, but but actually, Several saving times. someone choking—that is a cool thing. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? And that Tom guy you. needed help. I was there. Whatever. If it was you. It would have been you. Does he ever? Because they would have had a parade for you. News twelve would have been here for sure. Probably you would have made the calls and the arrangements. <laughs> Does he ever reach out and go? Just want to thank you again, Jerry. He did a few times that week. That week. When it happened. Now he's forgotten about it. Now we say hello every day, and it's cordial and it's nice. Hmm. It's all good. And you're watching this happen? (laughs) I am. (laughs) 
<laughs> Still one of the best things. Okay. Okay. <laughs> when you see something, say something. Don't yes. get involved yourself unless someone's choking. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Especially where we are right now in society. Yeah. I agree with that. If you see something, say something. Only get involved if it's a life or death situation. Right. But usually run. Usually run. <laughs> but if you see someone choking and you do know the Heimlich. No, you got to help. And you never practiced the Heimlich. No, did I did uh, years ago um, CPR classes when I started coaching. Uh, I did two of them. They were mandatory. But something I need to do a refresher course on, to be yeah. quite honest with you. Like we had a kid who got hurt in a game on Sunday. He's okay. He wound up going to the hospital for scans. Everything was okay. Whether it was his hip or his grow, whatever it turned out to be. And I'm looking at him like, I don't know what to do. Now, this wasn't, you know, it's not an injury that I should know. But I remember, like, hanging out with him. Like, I don't know what to do with you. Like, find your mom. You got to go to the <laughs> hospital. I didn't. Right. But in a case where it could be CPR, the, like, I need a refresher course. It's been probably seven years since I had one. It's like, do I really remember? Probably not. Where did I just see a bunch of uh, players doing uh, CPR? Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium. During that was Hope it. Week. With uh, DeMar Hamlin's uh, Correct. foundation or and something. And he was there, and he threw out the first pitch. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they, if you were on the Yankees or whatever, you could have taken this uh, CPR. Right there on the field. They changed the the dummies from when I was in high it used school. used to be a torso. Yeah, it used to be a full torso. Now it's just like a chest. Oh, no, that's what I mean. It was just, when I did it, it was just the chest and the head. Now what? you're saying they have full bodies? No, no, no. I think it used to be, now, now it looks much smaller. Like oh, what okay. I saw the Yankees working yeah. on was a very much smaller area. It used area. to be called Resusa Annie. Yes, Resuscitating Annie. And we used to have to alcohol swab the, the lips yes, of the... Yes, because you had to suck the lips <laughs> and blow in. <laughs> Five quick breaths. <laughs> Think anybody's ever gotten aroused with one of those? Yes, the high school kids, I, yes. I do, I do too. First kiss. Resuscitating <laughs> <laughs> Annie. Right, Take our first break. 519, we got a big uh, Friday program, a summer Friday for you with Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Nice to have you with us. 25 after 5. I actually love this song. What is this? This is Down to, hun- down to the Honky Talk. Jake yeah. Owen. Oh, yeah, I know this. You know this song. Right. So this is kind of good. It's the only song I know that he sings, but I do enjoy this He's song. got actually a bunch of country hits. Does he really? Yeah, very catchy songs. I saw him uh, in New York City in probably 2014. Oh, okay. I didn't know I only heard this because they played it at uh, one of Matthew's high school games last year. Is that right? I'm like, I never heard it before. I'm like, this song's awesome. Yeah. So I went and got it, and there we go. 
So I bring that up because um, you brought up Tahoe. So the Dan Lebitard show is there doing shows every day, and they have been, and they've had some very good guests. So I'll give you a series of clips here from, so Stu Gotts is, I guess he's the main, I don't think Lebitard's there. So it's Stu Gotts and two other guys, but it's the Dan Lebitard show. So here's part one of something interesting that happened. Sugatz just did the most egregious thing. Oh my God. You should be mortified. Now, what could that possibly be, Al? Any thoughts? Stugatz did something mortifying? Yes. Did he embarrass himself in front of a professional golfer or a professional athlete? Of some- Sugats talked to somebody for 20 minutes thinking they were somebody else. The somebody else went along with it. The somebody else was Jake Owen. The country artist. Yeah. He thought for 20 minutes he was talking to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> so well, he was asking Jet NFL questions and the country artist... Answered them? And he went and here was Jake Owen. But sometimes, listen, you got to face your demons. Oh, no, and right this... now, I am facing one of my many demons. It's nice to be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm wondering Man. if you would have ever even had Jesus. me on your show in general if you hadn't have thought I was Aaron Rodgers. No. So he, he, spe- he talks to him, then invites him on the program, and then I guess his guys tell him, that wasn't Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> does he look like Aaron Rodgers? He does. He does. Uh, it's not... I wouldn't say they look like twins, but you know Aaron Rodgers has different looks with the hair sometimes. Yeah, longer and the, hair. And the, the scruff. Jake Owen, if you see the video they posted, I could see from a distance thinking it was Aaron Rodgers. I absolutely could see that. I could not see talking to him for 20 minutes and not realizing at some point that it wasn't, wasn't him. So is he the size of an NFL quarterback might be? I, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. what. Looking at the video... He looks like he's probably six foot tall. Okay. He's so, not 5'8". Yeah. But he's also not 6'6", six, six, I don't believe. So, very funny. Yeah, that's very strange. Can you imagine being in that spot? Uh, yeah, they, it, that's why sometimes at these things like oh, Super I know Bowl what, shows. I know what you do. I have to Google image somebody to double check. Well, But even in this case, I don't know that it would have helped him. Right, I wouldn't have Google imaged Aaron Rodgers. No. I feel like I know what Aaron Rodgers looks like. Of course not. That's embarrassing, though. But he, he listen, he Plus took the, responsibility. What are you going to do? The guy's wearing a baseball hat, no, sunglasses. I don't think he was. Any of that? No. Sunglasses he had on. Oh, okay. I don't think he had a hat. I don't believe he had a hat. Although it was a golf event, he might have. I'm not sure. Yeah, because that could get a little confusing. It could be. It could. And Aaron Rodgers is running around there. He was playing. Right. So, so he, I, it was a spot where Aaron Rodgers might be. Yes, and if you don't know who Jake Owen is, like I would not have known what he looks like. I know it was that one song, but I could I could see that happening, but not for 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Well, you would think at some point Jake Owens would say, I'm not a football player. Why are you asking me? Or you have fun with it and you keep going. NFL questions. <laughs> yeah, or you do that, which maybe that's what he did. Possible. Very strange story out of Notre Dame, Jerry. Uh, Notre Dame quarterback Sam Hartman uh, had to get a rib removed uh, because he had, was having blood clots and if they removed his one of his top ribs up by the collarbone, it would lessen his chance of getting more blood clots. So his mom saved the rib that they removed and it was in their re- <clears throat> in the refrigerator for quite a long time, her son's rib. Mm. 
and she's now getting it turned into a necklace. Okay. A rib necklace of her son. How big is the rib? I'm not sure how big ribs are. Craig Carton had a rib removed. Think he made jewelry out of it? I don't think so. I bet he... I don't know if he still has the rib. You yeah, would... he made some Muhammad Ali jewelry, I believe. Out of his rib? <laughs> My gosh. Yeah, so you could make a... I don't know if that's going to smell. Probably not. They probably got to... Uh... It's a bone. Why would it smell? Well, apparently while it's been in the refrigerator at home, it still had the flesh on it. Oh. Or like uh, innards okay. on it. I thought they would but have it's cleaned gonna, it. It's going to get cleaned up. Okay. To be made into jewelry. Yeah. Now, I don't know. Sometimes with these places like uh, museums and things, when they find old bones, there's like certain bugs you can put on the bones that will eat the f- the, the flesh off. Hmm. So maybe that's what they'll do. Leave, maybe they'll leave. Can you just put it in alcohol or something? Or maybe formaldehyde or something. But I don't know if that'll eat the flesh off. Like maybe that, they. This is nasty. Maybe they did this. Maybe they threw Sam Hartman's rib out in the yard, let the birds pick at it. And then when it got all dried up from being in the sun and picked at, they get a necklace made out of it. To each his own. Yeah. If you want a necklace of your kid's rib, good for you. And they think that the mother's the one who is going to be wearing the rib necklace, not him. Do you think it'll have, maybe it'll be, again, I don't know what the rib looks like. Me but neither. perhaps it'll look like one of those diamond necklaces where it comes around and then you got the big part that's going to bow it up underneath the chin. Maybe that's what it'll look like. Okay. I don't know. I'm not sure. Remember Turk Wendell with the Mets? He used to wear the shark teeth. Yes. And like big shark teeth. Big, very large shark teeth. Uh, I, I Google imaged um, human rib bone, Jerry, and it looks like uh, a long. Right. S- that's sort what of I'm saying. Like almost half like a, boat. a circle. Yeah. Like a yeah. boat. Almost like maybe a boat. that would sit under her chin. Yes. And go in the same shape of the under part of her chin. Kind of like one of those diamond necklaces, except it's a rib. And maybe she could have like little diamonds implanted oh, into yeah, the rib. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Make it fancy. Maybe Notre Dame logo implanted in the rib. I don't know. I wouldn't say that. I mean, to make it really cool. I don't think he's played it down yet for them. Oh. <laughs> what? I think he's like a sixth year senior transfer or something. I did see this was his sixth year. And I was yeah. Like, Is he a PhD student? What's he doing there for so long? Yeah, well, that's what happens these days oh. now. You red shirt years, you, you move Man. on. Yeah, whatever. So I guess, listen, if you're a sixth year player who never plays quarterback you want to get in the news have your mom get your one of your ribs turn it put it in the refrigerator for a little while and then make a necklace out of it. a pearl necklace maybe put some pearls on that you want to know what his so i'll give you real quick sam hartman as yeah. you say yeah his, sam hartman he was at wake forest for five years well, this he, guy's not taking enough credits during the semester. No, he played twelve games last year, so he must have redshirted his. He must have redshirted him his second year, and he could like. have gotten an extra COVID year for. Uh, you know, well, you get the extra ah. COVID year in the redshirt year. That would get you to six. So I'm going to assume his sophomore season was a redshirt season because he only he only appeared in four games. The other the other seasons nine, nine, fourteen, and twelve. He better be walking out of there with a, at least a master's degree, being there for so long. Yeah, Notre I don't Dame. know. I, that's a great question. I yeah. don't know. Maybe he's going to be a, he's a graduate student at Notre Dame. I don't know. Maybe this will be his Rudy type year, the the rib necklace. He'll get in there one game and he'll the crowd will cheer for him and they'll carry him out on their shoulders the, the Notre Dame team. That would be cool Rudy part 2. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But the movie will be called Sam. He's also not 5 foot 6 playing defensive end. Oh. Well, he's got a rib I mean, that necklace. was part of the Rudy charm. Yeah. Was the position he played at Notre Dame, and he got in for the uh, the kickoff 
and for that one play. Right. And got, was that true? Did he get the sack? Or was I don't that, know. Was that fiction? That may have been fiction. That was fiction. Okay. Let's do this, Jerry. If, if, and I don't expect this to happen, but if I pass away while the show is still going yeah. on. We're going to get your ashes and we're going to make little capsules of them and make jewelry out of it. That's what you said. Correct. You got to put that in writing. Yeah, I want to. I want to change it. No, we're going to get your ashes, and then we're going to mix seed oil into them. <laughs> do not mix seed oil into my ashes. You know that's bad for you. But this is what we're going to do. You'll be dead. I do want to be cremated, but first I want all my rib bones removed, and I want you guys to wear necklaces. Yeah, I got to be honest. Rib bone I'm gonna, necklace. I'm going to pass on that. If everyone else is wearing them, Jerry? No, I, I think I'm going to pass. Tribute to Al. I don't mind the whole your ashes in a capsule. Okay. And put that in a necklace. I'm good with that. Mm, you don't want my rib bone? I'm not wearing your rib bone. We'll give the ribs to Whimsy. <laughs> Whimsy's outliving him now? Well, I'm saying if I pass while the you show's have, done. Do you have Whimsy in a will? Like, what happens no. if something happens to you? I don't have Whimsy in a will. So I who gets no Whimsy if something happens? Yeah, you have to, by the way, you have to do that. I think she goes back to the Greyhound Rescue. <laughs> no. <laughs> not the way it works, man. Put, yeah, you make a will, and you have to put that in there. Have to put my dog in there? Yeah. Sure. Of course. But I do not want her eating my rib bones. <laughs> well, then put her in the will. <laughs> Let's go get moving on this. And to whimsy, I leave my rib bones. She does love chicken bones. There my are, rib bone will be just like a chicken there bone. There are people that leave their fortunes yeah, to those, their animals. Those are stupid people. I, I agree. Right? But that does happen yeah. from time to time. Yeah, we didn't leave them. We just said we have something to provide for them. And then that's it. But like if I, oh, so, so would, would I put this in my will? That somebody gets my dog and then I pay for all the dog's expenses. You could do that. You yeah. could leave the money to take care of the dog for a few years. Yes, absolutely. Which would be a very nice thing to do. Yeah. Right. But you have to make sure they would take the dog first. Yes. Yes. Because otherwise. And not just do it for a money grab. Like take my dog care money and then buy. And sell the dog. Right. Drugs like with it. adopting children for extra food stamps. <laughs> yeah. I don't want that happening. Did you see Philip Rivers is having another baby? I did. Number 10. Now, I saw he's 40-something. 41. Okay, he's 41. My guess is his wife is around the same age. I would think so. That's impressive. It's not easy it's to... It's also dangerous. Yeah, it's not easy to have a baby when you hit 40. Uh, no, it's not. Right? Although more people are doing it now than ever. Yeah, but people they... have started getting married later and later. Yeah, I guess just, just naturally the body doesn't yeah, have well, babies. That's... When you get older. That's the part that I was saying seems it's, you know, physically dangerous. Yeah. And you hope that she's okay. Philip Rivers' wife is, let's see, Tiffany. None of the articles had her age. She's 41. That was not hard to find. <laughs> what sources are you using? Uh, really, the it, question is, what comes, source am I using? It comes right up. Oh. It comes right up. Now, he has nine other children. Ranging in age from four to twenty-one. Yeah, this is a. I think his daughter's the oldest, old. right? The twenty-one-year-old. Yeah, he has uh, mostly daughters. I think he's got seven daughters. Seven daughters. I yeah. think so. And this would be his third boy. Correct. Having a boy. I, I saw the one quote from me said, "Even our girls were begging for another boy. <laughs> they didn't want any more girls." Yeah, it's enough with the girls. That is so much going on. What's there? Like when they go to Costco, that's a lot. Uh, yeah, I would multiple. say a Costco run's got to be a thousand dollars every Mul time they go. <laughs> multiple carriages Has they to need. Be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got two boys right now eating us out of house and home. Imagine three boys and seven girls. Yeah, and oh by the way, you guys got to eat too. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a big Costco run. So good for her. Good for them. Yeah, we wish them. them nothing but luck. Yes, nothing but luck. Maybe and he's going to play again. Now he's having another baby. <laughs> they could afford it, right? That's I would who, think that's so. Who, that's who you want having babies. People. How much do you think Philip Rivers has earned? 
Mm. I'm going to say he earned. That's a good question. Yeah, because he was in that weird space. Just Google it. I am. We're going to. We're guessing first. I'm going to say $140 million. Really? Yeah. I was legitimately in my head. I was thinking 70. Yeah. You're double me. Yeah. Neither one of us are close. Oh. He had, wow. He earned in salary alone 244. Oh. See, he can afford the Costco runs. <laughs> Man, I'd love to be a baby born into that family. That's doing pretty good. That is Although awesome. Although it's got to be chaos. Yeah, chaos. Oh, it's a family. It's going to be a family of 12. Yeah, it is chaos, but, oh, but fun. Man. It probably is fun. Man, so, I wish my dad had $240 million, yeah, yeah, Jerry. Fun if you have $240 million. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Not and so much I'm yet. sure they have help when you've got 10. It's a lot. Sure. Man. You need some help. All right, we're going to take a break. Although at this point, you got a 21-year-old who's going to help. Then you probably got teenagers too. So it's not like they've got 10 infants. Right. It's a big difference. And only four servants. Quick break. When we come back, more to do. It's Alan Jerry until six on the fan. All right, quarter to six. What's up? Summer Friday. We got a big program for you uh, later with Boomer and Geo. And by later, I mean in 13 minutes. What else? I see the Arizona Cardinals are the team to, uh, that's expected to lose the most games. Yeah, we've known this. That's the betting favorite. Yeah. Uh, number two betting favorite, Jerry, is uh, the Buccaneers. Well, yeah. That sucks. Yeah. And number three is uh, Houston Texans. Sounds about right. That seems about right to you. Yeah. Those are three bad teams. <laughs> no Kyler Murray, no Tom Brady, no quarterback. Yeah, it's pretty much a recipe for disaster. Those three teams? Yeah, well, the Texans drafted one. Who? I don't remember. But they drafted one. The Bucks lost Brady. And uh, who's the other team? Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray's injured until December. <laughs> Good luck. Hmm. Man. Yeah. You know, my uh, fraudulent five where I pick my five favorite teams every week? Yes. Buccaneers and Cardinals. That's going to be very difficult for you to root for them. It's going to be t- week right. one. They're my teams that I like to root for, but that's going to be not easy uh, this no. year. I would not. be stunned if you root for them at all this year. Not easy. Although you could root for them in one of those creamsicle weeks. Yeah, week six against the Lions. Yeah, just Definitely. like as a throwback. Yeah. They could be 0-5 with a point differential of minus 120, but you might pick them that week. I'll at least watch the highlights, Jerry, and see those orange creamsicle uniforms. Well, but then you'll have red zone on. And I'll have red zone. So, you mean, it's not exactly. like you need to go watch that. You'll know what's gone on. That's true. Although, they're going to be so brutal, we may not... Like, Scott Hansen might not go to them very often. Right. You'll get, like, the very... Those, those are the teams. those uniforms. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Final score from Tampa. <laughs> right. You'll get, like, the very beginning. Here's the kickoff in Tampa. Here's yeah. the first drive. Check Pretty out much. those uniforms. are cool. And that might be it until the fourth quarter. And then nothing. Yeah. I see good news for the fine folks in the city of Baltimore, Jerry, which unfortunately leads the United States in cases of syphilis. But the good news for the syphilis people there in Baltimore is that they're getting Sunday night baseball for the first time in five years. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the resurgence and what they were going to try and do with the stadium and the area surrounding the stadium. That was a big story, too. Oh, is that right? Well, the uh, who's the owner? Eddie, who's the owner of the Orioles? Is it Peter Angelos? Is that who it is? Oh, yeah, it's a good one. He He's gotten into it with the media because he has promised um, that they were going to redo Camden Yards or renovate it and also the surrounding area. And when he had, like, one of those town hall meetings about the state of the team, he kind of refused to answer questions about all that stuff. The, the Orioles and the city had a joint statement that was put out, I think, on Wednesday 
that said much sooner rather than later work is going to start to happen about the renovations and what they're planning to do with the surrounding parts of the stadium. So I thought that's where you were going. No. They're going to try and beautify Camden Yards even more than I already think it is. I like that. But they should be on Sunday Night Baseball. They're really good. Right. This is the time to get Camden Yards fixed up when the, the rare time that the Oriole, Orioles are a good baseball team. And people are going again. They're going, it's going to be July 30th, Sunday Night Baseball okay. in Baltimore. Do you like that opening day next year is March 28th? Why are we doing March 28th? March? Yeah. Jerry, it's still winter in March. I agree, especially in the north. Now, the Yankees are going to open in Houston, which makes sense to me, and I don't understand why we don't utilize all those West Coast Dome teams every opening day as much as you want one here. I get it. The Mets open up at home on March 28th. Have we always gotten the schedule during the season? Yeah, yeah. Most That's of weird. The, from what I can remember, yes. We get the baseball does their schedule much earlier than anybody else. So the Mets opening day will be 40 degrees. If you're lucky. In Queens. March 28th. Rain and wind blowing. What do you think the temperature was? And maybe it was 60. I don't know. No way. What do you think the temperature was on March 28th this year? I'm going to say 43 degrees and partly sunny. Let's see. New York City. This is how that whole Mike Pelfrey licking his finger started. It was yeah. when the Mets were opening. They opened in Cincinnati that year. Okay. And it was so cold, Mike Pelfrey couldn't stop licking his fingers. Is that, was, is that That's true? That's how it started, yeah. Interesting. And then Why he just like kept it going the whole year, licking fingers. Licking fingers. Couldn't get away with that now. You can't be licking your fingers and throwing a baseball. He'd be... They'd be the umpires would be out there checking his tongue, checking checking his <laughs> fingers for sticky stuff. So March 28, twenty twenty three, this year was not terrible. Okay, we had a high of fifty. Oh, they'll take they they, uh, they would for, sign up for that right now. Sign up for that right now, Jerry. Correct. Remember, we we had a very mild winter for the yeah. most part, and we had no snow. We did have a mild winter, so we did get lucky. Hmm. Good point. I don't think it snows anymore here in the Northeast. New I Jersey. hope you're right. Me too. I would be fine with that. But you know we're going to get whacked with it this summer, or this winter, because we didn't get it last winter. Here's what did suck, though. And I don't remember if the Mets played at 1 o'clock or at 4. Well, I don't remember if there, there wasn't a game on March 28th. But if there was, looking at the I have the hourly breakdown, yeah. the high temperature was 50. And it hit 50. In, I take that back. The high temperature was 44. My bad. 44. It was 44. That's cold. But if the game would have been at 1 o'clock, 41 and when you arrived at the game at let's say 11:30 it was 39 degrees. <laughs> that's cold. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know why baseball starts so early. I don't I don't either. Jerry, do you trust the reporting of Buster Olney? Um as much as I yeah, I mean for the most part he's good, reputable, sure. He's saying that the Yankees yeah, are going to be Big in on Shohei Otani. So is everybody. No, but he said this, Jerry. The Yankees are, quote, most motivated because yeah, this okay. is the Yankee window to win now with uh, Garrett Cole, Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton in their in their prime years. Yeah. How can we never really – I never hear Shohei Otani in the Yankees. The we Mets. haven't heard it because I know they were in on him originally. Yeah. And he wound up going to the Angels. So here are the headlines yesterday from Otani. Okay. Yanks most motivated to trade for Otani. Oh, nice. Uh, the next one, Padres expected to be in on Otani sweepstakes. Padres. Next one, Dodgers frontrunners oh, to sign Otani in offseason. So there's a lot out there right now. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. I feel like I trust Buster Olney. Yeah, no, he's. I'm sure he's not wrong, and I'm sure the Yankees will make a phone call. I mean, you have to. 
It's so funny. I know we got to take a break, but last week I was trying to sell Sal on trade for the Mets, trade for Otani because I don't think you're getting him otherwise. I think he probably likes it out in the West Coast. The Dodgers have all the money in the world, but if you traded for Otani, you get him here, you make a run, you get him acclimated to the Mets, you've got the owner with the most money, perhaps Senga, they have a relationship, I don't know if they do or they don't, and maybe he never leaves. Maybe that might be the only way you get him. He scoffed at me like I was the biggest dope on the planet. He opens a show yesterday with this news. Yankees got to go do it because you can sell him on New York, and if he gets here, maybe he won't leave. What? What? Did you text him an angry text I was going to call, actually, yeah. but Matthew, no. I was taking Joseph to baseball, and I couldn't. Oh, you were going to call into the show and yell at him? And then he kind of amended it by saying if there's one team that could convince him to stay, it'd be the Yankees. No, no. You, any team could convince him, but there are teams that are going to have the advantage to sign him in the offseason. I think the Dodgers and the Padres are two teams that have the advantage because their owners are spending a fortune, and it is California, and it is much closer than New York. And but. San Diego was beautiful. And San Diego was beautiful. Oh, man. So, all right, we got to take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up, get you to Boomer and Geo, Odyssey Sportsman, and Amy Lawrence on the Jets. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. We got about 35 seconds or so until we get you to Boomer and Geo. Go quick, Al. Jerry, I was just looking at my uh, show sheet baseball returns this evening. Yes. The uh, Mets play the Dodgers, yeah? They do. That's Justin Verlander. Correct. Oh, and the Yankees get this Carlos Rodon uh, beam. Yeah, in Colorado. Our second. That's the second start of Correct. the season, right? And they're in, uh, they play the Rockies, who stink. That's a weird we one stink. to come back with, Yankees-Rockies. Why? Not, well, it's know. interleague. What are you going to do? Yeah, I don't like It's a good game, though, for um, their new hitting coach. Sean Casey. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.